0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Emerson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Oh, healthy alive. Yeah. Usual, usual ritual. Got some tea here. Yeah. How are you feeling about yesterday? Good and bad. I'm, I'm
1: glad that um, you, you had uh, the protesters stand up. I'm glad that happened. But as far as the violence and stuff, um, uh, much of it looks like it was agent provocateurs. And uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I which we said, we said watch for it. Yeah. And it's also come out now that there was four people that
0: were shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, four people, which mm-hmm. I'd heard this morning. Obviously, the one was confirmed. And then I'd heard this morning that there was three others that they were holding back that they weren't actually reporting on. And then, of course, now they've just released publicly. Four of them uh, have been have been killed. These are deadly riots, you see. These are deadly, deadly riots that are put forth by Trump. Now, I watched all of Trump's speeches yesterday. I watched all of his Twitter stuff and everything. He didn't tell people to go do that. Um, He didn't. He he didn't. And when there were people that breached the Capitol, he put out a video on Twitter saying, be peaceful and go home. Yeah. And apparently that was uh, apparently that was hateful and and inciting a riot somehow. Well, because he got banned shortly thereafter. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been banned off of, as of this morning, he's been banned off of, well, I think everything at this point. Hell, they even took Mm -hmm. down his Twitch account. Yeah, they they took all that down. They took down um, things like uh,
1: stores and whatnot. Uh, Yeah, a lot of the big tech are censoring, if you will. So, no, he he did call uh, on the people that remained and were doing, you know, the, the, the various violence and whatnot, what have you whatever the media is saying happened uh, after that video, I don't think we're Trump supporters. I think the, the, the bulk of the Trump supporters would have been like, yeah, okay, it's time to leave now because here's the thing. Let's say those inside the Senate building were, or, or the Capitol building, were all Trump supporters. Okay, let's say none of them were Antifa. Now we know that's not true, but, but this, for the sake of argument, it was Antifa that started they were the ones that broke the glass they were mm-hmm. the ones that were
0: instigating the police and then they pulled back now some of them did go inside but as a matter of fact there was one that smashed out the window that that uh that that woman tried to jump through that got shot and killed by the Capitol policeman yeah you could see it clearly he smashed out the window with his riot helmet and then he took off you, mm-hmm. you saw him run back through the crowd he smashed out the window and then ran now why would you smash out a window and then run yeah and honestly, the the other thing is is
1: um, why did law enforcement immediately open fire on this person um, when they're unarmed? I have my suspicions uh, agreed. Th- this whole thing, man, it stinks. There's something else going on here uh, with the Asian provocateurs and the it, <sighs> we, we also had um, the mayor, the DC. mayor, told federal law enforcement to stand
0: down the day before the protests. And you notice there wasn't that many in the way of policemen. That in like the DC police, they there weren't major numbers there. Not very many at yeah. all. I mean, it was minimal. Yeah. yeah. It seems a little suspicious if you ask me. And then
1: on top of that, um, they're also doing investigations into the law enforcement that were there that were interacting with the protesters. Peaceful. I mean, they were being peaceful and stand around chatting. They're looking into them and investigating that.
0: I really don't want to get too deep into this. I want to talk about some other inter- like entertainment stuff and some science stuff this morning. But just a few things on this. Right. McConnell, right? Mitch McConnell, cocaine Mitch, he says. And by the way, if you think that's some crazy right wing term, right, his his Democrat opponent actually came up with that and started making T-shirts about it. Right. The cocaine Mitch thing. Yep. McConnell says that overturning the election would damage our republic forever. Um, sir, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I'm not even going to I'm not even going to give that headline a dignity of a response because this guy is on the Chinese Communist Party payroll. So that's all you need. Yeah, you will. All right. Yeah, go uh, ahead. And the reason I will is because I got into a debate with someone
1: on social media that I am not on, but a family member is on and they were having a discussion with this person. So vicariously, I was having the debate with the person, if you will, um, uh-huh. more or less, they were typing what I was saying so their argument in all of this was uh, somewhat similar in that um, you can't do this because uh, or you can't oppose the election and all this stuff because it's unprecedented or it's it'll damage the republic or whatever, whatever their position is. And supposedly they're supposed to be conservative. I'm fed up personally with the quote unquote Republicans that claim to be Republicans and just think, look. The election's done. It's over with. There was uh, no voter fraud, or you know, it went through the courts. They threw the cases out. There was no no evidence, baseless claims, baseless claims. Yeah, all that. And we should just accept a Biden presidency. I'm I'm done with you guys. I'm done with you guys. You're not on our side uh, at this point. You're not standing up for the Constitution. You're not standing up for what's right. We have clear evidence of potential voter fraud. Thus, actually, no, not even just uh, potential. There was clear voter fraud and clear illegal actions done by some of these states. Some of these states enacted these mail-in ballots and some of the other procedures illegally. It's the legislature that is supposed to make these decisions, not the executive branch. As such, this is a violation of the Constitution, number one, federally. And number two, it's a violation of those states'
0: constitutions.
1: Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll get on a rant on that. All that to say, cocaine, Mitch. No, actually, I can't say what I want to say there.
0: You know, gee whiz, uh, Bruce. I, I mean, I know that you said you were going to jump in there and give a response, but for crying out loud. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: tired of this. I'm tired of the just the fakery. None of it, it seems like nobody, nobody that claims that stands for the Constitution that believes in the Constitution has any testicular fortitude. It, it's like. They have no backbone to them. Do you support the Constitution? Do you stand for the Constitution? Okay, now are you going to stand up for it? Are, are you going to, I mean, okay, so you, you can't go out and protest. Fine. Are you talking about it with your circle of friends? That's what we're encouraging people to do is talk to one another. It, it's not about, this, this, the the arguments that I was hearing is that Republicans are just being petty and childish and well who they voted for didn't win so they're throwing a t- temper tantrum no i I'm not a Republican, but no that is not why I have an issue with all this It's the voter fraud I have an issue with the lies, the cheating I have an issue with our, our constitution being violated so so blatantly but anyway You
0: know, I good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning to you. Yeah. Um, You know, I I wonder, and this is a legitimate thing, because if this would have gone down in the House, in the Senate, if this would have gone down, then they would have had to open up the investigation. Right. They would have to look into all the allegations. It would all be televised. And look, these people don't want any investigations. The Democrats certainly don't want investigations. The Republicans don't want any investigations. Now, why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? They don't want any investigations because I'll bet you, I'll bet you, if you were to go through and you were to start putting a magnifying glass on them, I'm just curious, as an American, as a as a born and raised U.S. passport-holding American, how many of you traders up there on the Hill, how many of you are actually in there legitimately? How many of you have actually been elected and I mean really elected. I'm not talking about voting machines and uh, and absentee ballots and and all that stuff. How many of you have actually been elected? I'll bet you and i'm just guessing i'm just guessing this is just my opinion strictly my opinion i'll bet if you if you go through and you start putting a microscope on these people hell you don't even need a microscope i'll bet if you just look at it on the surface i'll bet you'll start to find once you start to do a little bit of digging that a lot of these people probably are not even elected officials that would be my guess that's why they don't want any investigations that's why they're saying baseless claims of voter fraud because they don't want the uh, the microscope turned on them
1: yeah uh, honestly i think this was uh this was a bipartisan backdoor behind the scenes deal. Or how far- for that matter, it, it could have easily had just been the Democrats decided they wanted to do this with the Dominion
0: systems. And the Republicans f- were like, we could use that to our advantage. Well, honestly, but I mean, how far, how far do you really think they're going to get with it? Uh, seriously. And I, I'm looking at it from both sides too. And I'm talking about the people that stormed the Capitol too. That was a dumb move. Why would you do that? why would you do that? Okay, I understand that you're pissed off. I understand you have grievances and and you're addressing your government for redress or grievances. Believe me, we've got grievances. Okay, I'm with you on that. But this is not the type of action that needs to be taken at this time. Not now. Not now. That's bad for the movement. Doesn't need to happen. So the people that stormed that, shame on you, right? I'll I'll denounce that because that's the wrong move to make wrong move to make. And four people are dead because of it. And you notice what the media is doing. They're running wild with it. Right. So you took the Antifa bait. You went in there. OK, so what have we learned? Have we learned anything? You know, I was watching one of those videos today. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. This is how dumb a lot of those people were that went in there. They went in there. And one of them actually said because you hear him in, you know, when people are walking through filming and the videos out, the guy says, although oh, have to seat Trump now that we've done this. Right. Have you completely lost your mind? Or did you even have one? Th- this is not how you make your point. Th- this is not how you make your point. Now, I- again, I get that people are upset. They're angry. They're, they're, they're mad. They feel like they've been cheated. I get it. I get it. But there's other ways to do this. And so, like I said, most of these people, I bet you if you start looking into them, I'll bet you they're not even elected. They're criminals. They're thieves. And they're liars. And that's what we've been governed by. It's just now we're just starting to see it. That's it. If you were to go out and you were to ask the average person on the street, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago hey, do you think there's voter fraud going on? I'll bet you they would say, well, yeah, probably, but eh, it's not that big of a deal, right? But see, now it's out there. Now it's out there. Now they're exposed. Now it's bad. The Georgia runoff election, right? The the runoff that shouldn't have even happened, right? And by the way, Bruce, who made Stacey Abrams the governor of Georgia? Mm. <laughs> anybody? A- anybody? As far as I know, she still lost by 50,000 votes. Yep, she did. The state secretary down there is compromised. Lawler and Purdue. Of course, you saw this deal coming. We just looked at the uh, the, the data statistics mm-hmm. from what happened on election night. Well, it looks awful familiar, doesn't it? They did exactly the same thing. Yeah, exactly the same thing. By the way, Stacey Abrams.
1: She. Uh uh-huh. What is it? Twenty twenty two, I believe, is the uh, governor elected. Yeah. Um, um, she'll be governor then.
0: Yeah. Well, see, she she was supposed to be the next governor of the state of Georgia anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I, that's my prediction, though. Is she'll, she'll win it next time. Yeah, well, there ain't going to be unless we time. get this dealt with. Yeah, there ain't going to be a next time. <laughs> the ban hammer has gone a little bit further than uh, than Trump. Dan Bongino has been suspended from Twitter as of uh, about an hour ago because he shared a message from President Trump. The humanity. That's awful, isn't it? All right. I mean, the 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 action, the outright disregard for democracy. The, the, have you heard that one yet? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is attack on. This is an attack on our democracy. I hope so. I, I hope so. I hope it's an attack on our democracy because we're not a democracy. You idiots. Exactly. Uh huh. All right. Anyway, uh, let's get off of that. We're we're going to get into some of that later on today. We are joined by Marty again this afternoon, and we will be joined by him tomorrow as well. So uh, we look forward to the conversation with him today. I'm going to be looking at this in a different light today, and I think we're going to take a different approach to it. I- I'm looking at this in in a completely different respect than everybody else seems to be. And I, I really want to examine that side of it because that seems to be a more, a more rational approach in what needs to happen here. Rather than everyone coming off uh, in a reactive manner, let's look at this from a proactive manner. And I think that's the way we need to go with it. But again, just my opinion, but we'll go over that later on this afternoon. This morning, boy, that was a long rant on uh, the events of yesterday, wasn't it? Doesn't do it mm. justice, though. No. David Hasselhoff, you know the, uh, the you know, Hasselhoff, you know, the uh, the guy that was on Baywatch and he was on uh, Knight Rider and he's done a lot of other things, right? He's selling his car from uh, from Night Rider, the TV series Knight Rider. So if you want... I guess he's also a, a judge on America's Got Talent, don't know, don't care. Uh, he's auctioning off his car from his 1980s TV show Night Rider for an estimated $300,000. So it is a 1982 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am described as a fully functional kit car with full conversion with full conversion car located in the UK. I remember that show when I was a kid. Obviously, I used to watch it because that was, yeah, uh, it was one of those amazingly popular TV series at the time. And it's kind of funny. You get a little bit of nostalgia when you go back and you watch an episode or two from time to time. Unfortunately, uh, it doesn't have any of the uh, capabilities as it does on the TV show. It's really unfortunate that... Uh, Yeah. yeah, I mean, it won't talk to you. It won't uh, drive itself. It won't um, come to your aid. Well... I mean, technically, all modern day cars are going that direction already. (laughs) Well, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. But the good news is, is that if you pay an additional 25 percent above the asking price, then Hasselhoff says that he will personally deliver the car to the new owner. Yeah. Can you imagine if you pay an extra 25 percent, which all the money is going to go to charity anyway? So if you pay an extra 25 percent, then he'll bring it to your house. He'll, he'll deliver it to you personally. The current bid sits at $370, $375,000 with a maximum of $975,000. So prospective buyers will need to place a sizable offer if they want to purchase uh, the kit car at a live auction, which kicks off at noon Eastern on January 23rd. Would you buy that car, Bruce, if you had the money? Would you buy it? Uh, probably
1: not. Honestly, I would want to have the the proper facility to to house it to um, ensure that it, uh um but basically a vault, if you will, to keep it. Because it, it's a it's a cultural history, right? It's a it is, pop yeah. culture thing. So I, I would want to keep it um keep it in good shape, if you will.
0: Which where he has it is in exactly that. It's in his own private showroom uh at one of his residences in the UK. And to be honest with you, I mean it's it's in good shape. It's in pristine shape. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at a picture of it. It says he'll be auctioning off other items too. Uh he will be including a uh, including signed memorabilia, old costumes, a few cars and several Baywatch collectibles. Uh, the proceeds uh, will go to the actors at charitable organizations. Well, I mean, that's good. He's raising all that money for charity. So, I mean, that's that's good, right? I mean, he's getting to the point in his in his life that he's he's up there. I mean, he's almost 70 and he's got mm-hmm. all this memorabilia that he's come up with and uh, and he's decided to auction it off and, and give all the money to his charity. So, I mean, that's I think that's a good good move on his part. Now, out of curiosity, which charity is he donating to? Doesn't say, uh, but it says it will go to uh, his charitable organizations, whatever that is. That's all I know. Hmm. Now, rather that means he's donating to the actual charity or if he runs a charity himself, you know, kind of like the Obama Foundation and the Clinton Foundation. And yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was a little Curious about. Virgin Orbit aims to launch its first space flight on January 10th. Launch Demo 2 will loft 10 small CubeSats in orbit if all goes according to plan. Virgin Orbit will reach the final frontier for the first time this weekend if all goes according to plan. The company is targeting Sunday, January 10th, for its second attempt to send its Launcher 1 rocket into space. Is this the one that they aborted the last time just a couple of weeks ago or like uh, ma- so. maybe a month ago?
1: Yeah, uh, and I'm 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 wondering. I I'd, I had to look, but the CubeSats are those the uh, toaster sized
0: satellites? I think so. Are are they doing uh, satellite internet as well? I don't know. Actually, says that it will lift off from Mojave Air and Spaceport in southeastern California. The window on Sunday runs from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern. Virgin Orbit has developed an air launch system that can loft satellites weighing up to 1,100 pounds or 500 kilograms. Uh, That system consists of modifying a Boeing 747 carrier plane known as Cosmic Girl. Nice try to try and rip off Elon Musk. Yeah, okay. And the two-stage, 70-foot-long, 21-meter-long Launcher One rocket. Okay.
1: That is is what those are, by the way. The uh, CubeSats, they're about about the size of a toaster. Satellite internet? Um, As far as what it's for, I don't think it's I don't think I think it's more research. Uh, They have sensors and whatnot on it. It's not um, they're not big enough to house uh, things like the Starlink, for example, has lasers and uh, microwave transmitters and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're going to be a little bit larger satellites, whereas these are, you know, 10 centimeters is like one of the early models. So that's pretty small.
0: All right. Do you remember that radio telescope that collapsed in Puerto Rico a couple of months ago? I do. Yeah. So Congress wants a report on it. They say that the observatory is not closing, according to the National Science Foundation. So they're going to keep it open. Why would you keep it open if it's all collapsed and fallen apart?
1: Uh, I'm wondering if they just mean they're going to rebuild. Like it's not they're not going to shut down the facility. They're going to reuse it and rebuild the uh, the, the telescope, which honestly, uh, it's a it's a radioscopic telescope or something like that,
0: right? It's, it's a yeah, radio- it's. Yeah, it's for radio waves, but I mean, they've had decades to to try and redo this thing, but well, they didn't it's been maintained. Yeah, uh,
1: so honestly, I think it's I think it's time to to rebuild this thing and and use current technology on it. Personally. Uh, they they could make it more efficient
0: okay so you're saying go in there tear it all out Mm. and and completely redo everything okay yeah that i can see that i can see that should have been done a long time ago so what were they just waiting on the thing to collapse i don't know the so they've been maintaining it and using it it's been
1: in use the entire time for like 50 years or so but uh there was a support cable that broke so i don't know if it's just uh, honestly it's it's just because of how long it's been up, I I would imagine. And then once the support cable broke, one of the main cables broke and the entire apparatus fell onto the satellite dish. And honestly, I I think they could they could design and create a uh better better dish and everything so that it's not suspending this 900 or however many tons it was. I forget how many tons it was. It was like 90 tons or something. It was it was really, really heavy. Was it nine hundred tons? Okay. So Instead of having an apparatus that large suspended by cables, you could come up with something else, you know, that that's not suspended by cables um, that will
0: last a longer time. But, you know, it it did good work for the 50 years it was active. It did. It did. And to be honest with you, I mean, it even survived hurricanes. So, I mean, it it did, did fairly well. The observatory's 1,000-foot diameter radio telescope suffered its most recent structural damage on the morning of December 1st when its 900-ton suspended instrument platform came hurtling down onto the dish itself. The request comes as the observatory supporters continue to rally on the facility's behalf, including a successful public petition calling for White House support of rebuilding the site of rebuilding at the site and a decision by the island's governor to allocate $8 million to the effort. It's pretty good considering what you're what a couple of trillion dollars in the hole down there. Right. The facilities left a 57 year legacy in the scientific discovery, in addition to being a mainstay of tourism and education for Puerto Ricans. You know, that's one of those sites that I always wanted to visit. I mean, I remember reading about it as as a kid and and learning about it, but I always wanted to go there and I just never did. I never did get down there.
1: Yeah, I I would Personally, I would like to visit it, at least to to see it. But now, you know, now
0: that the thing's uh, bust, uh, you know, I would. Oh, no, you got it. You got to go in there and rebuild it. You got to go in and rebuild it. Just just tear it all out and just start fresh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I said, uh, with the technology advances that we've had over the 50 years in that same amount of space, you can make it far more powerful than what it was more precise.
0: In the aftermath of the collapse, people want to know precisely what happened to the radio telescope and how the federal government intends to move forward with science. Uh, I don't want the federal government to move forward with science at all. I want the the federal government to get out of the way. I want you to get the hell out of the way of science. Get out of the way. Uh, Puerto Rican students and other activists have focused on formal petitions to the White House. The White House promises to respond within 60 days to petitions that garner 1,000 signatures within 30 days. Don't hold your breath with Biden. That guy doesn't know what country he's in, let alone funding for this, uh, whatever. Uh, A threshold that's Uh, rebuild the uh, is it RC? Is it Arcebo? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't. Okay, well, we'll just go with it for the moment. A former campaign called Save the Arcebo Observatory relaunched after the December 1st catastrophe. So the petition asked Congress to allocate funding to build a new radio telescope with greater capabilities than the previous telescope. So there's your request right there. Rather, Congress will take it up. That remains to be seen. Like I said, don't hold your breath. We're too busy spending—I uh, don't know—ten million dollars to send to Pakistan and for gender studies or whatever. Studies. So yeah, yeah. And we're you know, sending pallets of cash to you know Iran and and I, I think we're sending—I don't know—how many millions to Ukraine. I mean, there's there's just other things we don't have to worry about science, right? We've got other we've got other countries to buy off.
1: You know, the um, political awareness of our uh, politicians is. Quite grand. And I mean that Republicans specifically. Why was it so difficult for Republicans to not read the room and be like, uh, guys, the left are saying they want to give $2,000 and we're saying we're only going to give $6,000 while still giving 600. foreign aid or, excuse me, $600? And we're going to give $600 and also continue to do the foreign aid. That is literally the Republicans
0: pissing on you and saying it's raining they're idiots they're absolute co- incompetent fools and and to be honest with you six hundred dollars i mean that that is a significant amount isn't it <laughs> right That that's thank a significant you, amount yes yeah that's that's a significant amount all right we're out of time this morning so we are gonna have to go but thank you for sitting down this morning bruce thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning